some daddy's going to want to take his kids out trick or treating there. He's not going to be able to put on the gorilla suit that he was going to always going to get like he did last year. All the kids loved it so much when he was in the gorilla suit without a machete. Machete and fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> he just carried a giant plastic banana <laughs> <laughs> and didn't have any fireworks. Giant plastic banana. Is that what they're calling it nowadays? Don't you know? <laughs> Well, that's when he gets home to his. <laughs> okay, no, no. Oh! <laughs> suddenly, this is, is going to turn into Fargo in North Dakota, gorilla suit banana porn, which is a very, very specific channel. <laughs> yes, but thanks to the internet and Rule 34, it probably exists somewhere. There's a newsletter. I would like to subscribe to. I don't suit, want to know. It's a podcast with six thumbs up. <laughs> Potentially. Unless somebody's arms. Somebody's well, at least five. Hiding a secret that I don't know. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Ooh, fellas. No prehensile thumbs growing out of your butt or anything? Eh. Prehensile thumb butt? <laughs> butt thumb? <laughs> prehensile butt thumb. Episode title, we're done. Okay, we're all right. <laughs> prehensile, hang prehensile butt thumb. Hang on, hang on. All right. Roll credits. <laughs> Join us next time on Nurburger. When... What, what would a prehensile butt thumb do? Like, it's prehensile, so it's for grasping. Oh yeah, I was. I, was know. I I couldn't think. I can't think of the word. What is the uh the like when you have a tail? What is that called? It's a prehensile tail. <sighs> no, but like when it's um like your nipples or our nipples, they're they're, u- they're useless. You vestigial. Vestigial. That's it. Vestigial. Yeah, vestigial. Thumb. vestigial thumb. I, that's, I, that's what I was I, trying I, to I, think of, but I couldn't think of the word. You're welcome. But yeah, the thumb would be prehensile because you would be I able to prehensile. probably grasp things with it. So it has to it has to grasp against one of your cheeks in order for it to grab something. <laughs> a thumb by itself can't grab anything. That's true. Uh, well, it can grab like a you know a, a paper edge or a pencil or something if you get it in the crook. But <laughs> your real grabbing capabilities when you pair the thumb up with something else. Who's our guest, Mike? <laughs> Wait, who am I? You're Ando. I am. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me back as always. Uh, I was just uh, mentioning before that uh listened to my last appearance last night to sort of make sure I knew what I needed to catch you up on. And I realized I haven't been here since the, the end of July. Gosh, a lot's happened since then. Yeah, your your beard is most of the way back. Yeah, yeah, it is. After, uh, <laughs> after my experience with shaving it off, I'm only too happy to have it, you know, back to... You know, it's not quite as former glory, but it's it's getting there. I saw that, and I was I thought the first thing I thought of was how long has it been since Anna was on the show last? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> that giant beard is a that's a week's growth. That's impressive. Exactly. He's like, got the, it's like and, Ron Swanson. Exactly. Weekend at his cabin. Yep. Hey, they don't call me the amazing Anna for nothing. 
giant grizzly Adams beard after two days. <laughs> so, in the time since I've last left you, some yeah. exciting things have happened. Um, sure. The last time that I was on, I mentioned that I had just hired an audio engineer to to wrap up the post production on my podcast, Shadows of the Dark Cast, and that it might still be, you know, a few more months before it's ready to roll, but then, you know, we get on with it. Um, well, there's six episodes live now. So uh, <laughs> as it turned out, literally less than a month after uh, my last appearance, the first episode was done and I ended up debuting it on August 21st. So um, started the release schedule uh, and now um, six out of the total uh, grand total of 15. So uh, our publisher, 40% of the way live. Nice. Yeah, it all started. We were. I was remarking to Ando before we hit the record button that it all, like, it once it started rolling, it started rolling. Um, it really sudden, did. Boom! You're like, you're like, all of a sudden, boom! There's a new episode, the first episode, and then boom and boom and boom and boom. And it's so, a real thing. It is. It is. <laughs> and it, so the release schedule, just so that it actually makes sense, because it may seem like it's a little bit odd, since sometimes there's gaps and sometimes there's not. Um, in between the, the main episodes, there's always going to be two weeks, but then in between an even numbered episode and the following odd numbered episode, I have short little mini episodes called interludes and I just, I release them in that, in that gap week. So it's like there's, there's episode one and then two weeks gap and then episode two, then a week interlude one, one week interlude, then episode three, then another two weeks. So it's just like that same cadence over and over. Yeah, I thought I had it figured out at the beginning, and then and then uh, around episode <laughs> I just, four, I was I just, like, "What's going I just on?" Follow, I just follow you on Facebook and Twitter, and the uh, exactly. podcast on Twitter, and it's one way one way or the other, I hear about it. There you go, and that's the way to do it. That really is the best way. And you know, luckily, I, I I've got the you know they're in order. If you go whatever podcast app you listen to on, yeah, they're subscribe. in order. Subscribe yeah. so you don't miss it. Exactly. And we've already gotten a lot of uh, of good feedback, too. I've got, I think, a total of like six or seven five-star reviews um, everywhere that we have ratings actually submitted. There's been five-star. I haven't had anybody give me any less. You got you uh, got reviews a lot faster for that than Mike and I ever did for this show. <laughs> yeah. How many and, reviews, how many five-star reviews do we have, Mike? Did we stop keeping track after a year? Uh, I have no. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea how many there are. Yeah. <laughs> but uh i've gotten some p uh and to me the one of the funniest parts though is that katie may's mom has become like about our biggest fan and um so every time that i release a new episode and uh and she listens to it she then emails me the next day with like feedback on everything and it's funny to get to get her 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 comments um she's really enjoying the show uh so uh, she she just has a, a lot of fun. She's just as like she gets ex as excited as me, and so she's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe he did that!" You know, is he some kind of crazy person or just an idiot? You know, and somebody does something really boneheaded. Why not both? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's great. I'm I'm I am very very happy for you. I, uh, like you like you've been working on this for a long time, and you are clearly very, clearly very excited about <laughs> wow. it. And it's, it's, <laughs> It's thrilling to see that you birthed something out of your brain. <laughs> Believe me, it's it's that way for me too. It was like January of 2018 when I made the decision to to write to rewrite that old story into this podcast, and and 
So I've been, it's been like two and a half years. And, and so it's been a long, long journey, but here we are. <laughs> it feels really good. Um, and we also, uh, one other quick thing there we have, uh, I was mentioning, we opened a, a merch shop now as well. So you can get Shadows of the Dark Pass logo uh, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, notebooks, tote bags, phone cases, like a bunch of different things. And there's two different designs to choose from. There's our, our official logo, and then there's this awesome um, painting that I commissioned for it that has Mark and Andrew, the main characters, as well as Clayton Mill, the mansion that, that, they, that everything takes place at. So uh, it's a really cool painting, and both of those are available for all sorts of things. Um, uh, and uh, uh, I'll send Mike, I'll send you the, the link to that so you can put it up. Thank you. Coffee mugs, golf club cozies, diving bells. Like you can get absolutely anything. With, well, with one of those three things, yes. Coffee are. mugs, yes. Not, there's no shadows of a dark past diving bell. Uh, T Public didn't offer that as an option, or I might have. I'm going to write them a strongly worded letter. There you go. You do that. Get that. Zazzle offers diving bells. No, they don't. They don't offer. Um, one other thing that I brought up last time I was here that uh, it, it because we've been focusing so much on the actual show, I haven't really focused on this part yet, but we're at we're the the talks have started, and that is we mentioned that the composer for the for all like the background music and everything uh, is is willing to also work on fleshing things out into a soundtrack. Um, and she uh, focused on you know finishing all of the actual uh, work first, but she's now done writing all of the music for the first season. And then she took a couple weeks off to let her brain you know unmelt because that's you know it's a lot of work to do. Um, but now she's we're we're get we're about to start talking about which songs are getting expanded out. So the soundtrack talks are starting. And that's going to, I know that Mike, you said you were particularly excited about that. Oh, so. oh yes. Yes. I am, uh, very much looking forward to that there. <laughs> As evidenced by the thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, just to give her a quick shout out, that's Trace Callahan is our, uh, producer, is our, uh, sound, um, our composer. She's works on some other podcasts, like, uh, just actually started listening to one, this planet needs a name. Um, she's does audio design and music on that one too. It's really, really good. I'm very, very proud to have this part of our team. So yes. Yay, Trace. <laughs> so yes, I listened. <laughs> um, I've I've only gotten through two episodes so far because I listened to the first one as soon as it came out and then I kind of I was gonna like, well they're they're shortish, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for a bunch of them and I'll listen to a bunch and then like my I listened at work right and my work situation just kind of got away from me and everything and I just kind of let like let them pile up but I listened to the second one recently I've enjoyed what I've heard so far um I've been very impressed with like uh nice little bits of humor that are sprinkled <laughs> in there um and and the sound design is great I mean it it, it very much sounds like a radio drama but you know like well really thank you top-notch quality so it thank feels you. I really you know, do appreciate with, that with it's the, great the music and the foley effects and all the all the stuff um now, Mike is a better person than me in this regard, because um, <laughs> you've listened. You're up to speed, right? You've listened to all of them. Yes, I have, and I'm going to have to binge them all once uh, <laughs> once there's an entire season. Well, what, what, you'll do the thing like you do with any TV show when the second season's about to drop. You'll sit down and like binge through the whole first season again in like three. I don't hours. know if I'm going to be able to wait. 
<laughs> well, actually, it's interesting you bring that up. I've been doing a little now that we're on our release schedule and are actually putting out episodes. I've done the calculations if I, unless that we hit any delays, as long as I'm able to keep the schedule going. Um, the the last so like as I was talking about with the interludes, there'd be like the final episode, main episode is episode ten, but then there's an interlude five to kind of give you a little bit of a you know a, a little bit of wrap up. Um, originally the schedule is going to show such that the the last interlude would be like right at the the, the first week of january in 2021 but uh, like literally new year's day and so i'm like well then if christmas day is when episode 10 would release then i'll go ahead and be nice and release both on the same day so most so unless something changes christmas day should see the last two parts of the first season release so you can listen to the whole thing at that point point. and as far as the second season I was also telling them before the show that uh, our first three rehearsals for the second season are now scheduled, the first two of which are happening next week. So I, I can't say exactly when the second season will start because goodness knows it'll take a while to get through, you know, rehearsals and recording and editing and all that stuff. But, you know, the, the ball is already rolling. Awesome. What a, wonder, what a wonderful birthday present for Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus, for the Jesus that has everything. <laughs> <laughs> for the Jesus in your life. The yeah. final episode of the inaugural season of Shadows of the Dark Past. There you go. <laughs> so right now we're at four episodes and two interludes. Is that right? That is so correct. That's like 40% of the way. Yep, it's 40%. Exactly. And episode four, um, which is called A Handful of Thorns, is my favorite episode of the first season. So you've already heard what I think is like the, the best one of the season, but you know, you're Miles here, Mike. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> your mileage may vary yeah well i mean and people have favorite episodes of things for different reasons like you know mm. from a creator standpoint it might be because there was a like a an important or from the writer standpoint it might be because there was a you know a particularly pertinent plot point that happens in an episode or it might be because of a particular scene that really kicked ass you know who knows oh yeah other people anybody listening to the show is going to find other episodes to be their favorites of yes, course, somebody of course. somebody learned something about somebody and somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and and that's <laughs> and the scene I'm talking about, and Mike. It, and that's it part of what I love, and it doesn't go very well. <laughs> no, <laughs> you need you need conflict. So whenever yep. somebody says, "and it doesn't go very well," I'm like, "Well, now I'm interested." Exactly, <laughs> because you know how many how, how many movies and TV shows and podcasts would be boring if, like, you know, the protagonist gets up for the day, everything goes as planned, and they go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that's a boring ass movie it is i get into arguments with a coworker about that regarding like for example the walking dead where people where she complains that people make terrible decisions and i'm like <laughs> well if they made all the right decisions it would be a boring show every character we've met so far would still be alive <laughs> mm-hmm. and it would be a very boring show instead oh, it just is whatever so boring it is this year because uh <laughs> I don't watch it anymore because it's dragged on too long. There are times that I envy you. Do they even have like, I saw a thing where it's uh, the, the the next season is coming out and they called it the next season, not the final season. And I was somewhat disappointed for people who are still watching it. No, there's actually news on that front. Um, there's there's an end date in mind. Oh, they've good. Laid, they've nailed that down. Five because years of how from this, now. Because of how this season got messed up <laughs> um, and, and the run up to a new season 
this fall here got messed up they're going to do what they're they're basically doing six more episodes that are going to come later like early next year or something like that i guess that are going to be technically part of this season uh-huh it's like they're splitting the season into two pieces um and then there's going to be a final season that's going to be a bigger season um i think that's how it's going to work and then that's going to be it like they're moving into the final phase of what happens in the comic they're going to uh um the commonwealth Okay, um, that's a place that in the any, comic. Not that that means anything to you, but there's like another, well, it's, it's a scene change, you know, like they went, they started out running around the woods everywhere. They were at the prison and then they were in Alexandria and um, now they go to another place. Um, and then there's talk of, well, this is where I guess we're on news. Ando, before we go into this at all, Ando, is there anything else you wanted to mention about the show? <laughs> um trying to, oh, yes, duh. I can't believe I hadn't, didn't mention this first. Um, just a small thing, you know, no big deal, but um, we've been nominated for seven Audioverse Awards for this year. Oh, what? So, there's, uh, there's awards for these things? Actually, Mike, I believe me, <laughs> I didn't know this either, but there's more than one award for podcasting. And it's just the Audioverse Awards is the one that I heard about. Um, and they uh, it, it's one that it's open for like fan and crew and everything nominations and stuff but um we got nominated for seven different categories um from just the overall production to uh well writing for me um the uh pr- the performance for for carl the lead actor um music sound design uh, even the logo so we are um we've got some some good nominations there and actually as of recording this um tomorrow so by the time it airs voting will already be open um, for the finalist phase because right now there's like dozens of podcasts nominated in each category so the next phase is uh, narrowing it down to 10 so we'll probably drop a couple of our nominations there but i'm really hoping that we get finalists in at least a category or two and then there will be another round of voting um at the end of the month to to um actually determine who wins the categories so um public uh the the both of those voting rounds the finalists and the the actual winning votes are open to the public so um by the time you hear this uh as long as it's still kind of within the window um you can go in and vote for shadows of a dark past to be one of the finalists uh uh or even one of the winners so uh, that is a big deal for me. Not only is it live, but I got nominated for seven awards for it. That kind of makes you feel good, you know? Well, yeah. You like me. <laughs> yeah, oh, good Lord. Okay, I think I'm done now. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Are we on news then? Oh, yeah. So what else is news since that was some pretty big news? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, the Walking Dead thing. They're wrapping up the main show. Um, there's going to be one more season, season 11, that I guess is going to be bigger. All these plans might change, too, keep in mind, because the, 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 this, the, the property, I think, is kind of faltering um, because it's been around for so long. So who knows what's going to happen with all this? But there's the sequel, Fear the Walking Dead, that's continuing. They just premiered um, a third show called uh, Walking Dead world beyond that i believe is only going to be like a two season like limited run so is that where they they take the zombies into space it, it is they're going into, they're going into space and they're going to build oh a, my god they're going to build a build a, 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 a floating what was it 
uh, hate flotel, a space floating hate hate flotel, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, no, it's this one is like I guess I haven't watched it. My understanding is it's set further into the future of the universe, and so it's like where society has started to reform a little bit, or kind of like become like a new thing, like in, society reforms in its in it, in this new way. Yeah, inspaceable hate flotel. Inspaceable hate flotel. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> You should have to just put, you know, jot it down somewhere right next to your screen because we come back <laughs> and we always forget what how to say it. Anyway, um, and then there's also going to be two more spinoff shows they're talking. Oh, no. Yeah. One that is going to specifically be about Daryl and Carol. So we know two characters that aren't going to die. Thanks, guys, for on the um, show. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, I think we all knew that probably they weren't going to kill those characters off anyway, because they're, they just don't have enough of the early cast left to reasonably do that. Are those two, um, yet? No, no, they've never been. Okay. I know there's a lot of people out there. That's why I said yet. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want it, but I think the shippers, it's, it's a strong, yeah, the the shippers, but it's, uh, it's a, (laughs) it's it's like you're a pirate. They are the shippers. (laughs) Because I want to see Walking Dead on the open ocean. <laughs> of course, boring show because you know, no zombies. Um, <laughs> well, no, they, they could. No, they did that with Fear the Walking Dead when they were on that uh, on that fancy true. boat. They wouldn't be walkers though; they'd be floaters. Um, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, and then they're doing a supposedly again, like I said, all this might go poof. They're doing a an anthology series. They're planning to do called um, Tales of the Walking Dead, where every episode will be its own story. Oh, great. Um, where some of those episodes will revisit characters that we already know, okay. including potentially revisiting characters who are dead. Going back in time. Right. Going yeah. back to like, I, I, if I had to Ooh. lay money on it, I would say we are almost guaranteed to see an episode with Abraham. Um, before he joins the group, like when oh, he's okay. like just being the military guy trying to survive, maybe maybe with Rosita along for the ride, or uh, like when he first meets Eugene, maybe yeah. not, maybe maybe just him. I want to see the uh, I want to see the uh, the founding of Terminus. <laughs> when they where, go in there and they where, plant their flag and they, you know, decide, when the when the secret can- their way of life, yeah, the secret cannibals like find each other. So you like the taste of uh, human flesh? <laughs> well, we saw a little bit of flesh. We kind of learned like, where they came from. Yeah, like, like I want to see. Yeah, I want to have the meeting of them deciding. Well, we not can't a lot of food. Yeah, we can't get these uh, these animals here, here to uh, here. Per, to you know procreate fast enough to feed everybody. We're gonna have to try something else. And we've asked everybody in in the compound to learn how to farm, and everybody was like, nah. Yeah. So, I'd rather just eat you. <laughs> You're looking awfully tasty, Carl. <laughs> no, not Carl. Carl. That's, a, that's a character. We need like Brian. Hey, Brian, you're looking awful tasty. Okay, um, so that's the anthology series. So that's that's number yeah, five. That's, that's the fifth series. I guess. Okay. Yeah. After if the, it all, if in, if it all happens, inspaceable hate zombie, and. uh <laughs> So they'll they'll be you know Walking Dead in space at some point. Sure, they can do that. Why not? They did. They took freaking Hellraiser to space. 
They took was it uh Jason also wasn't Jason went to space. Jason went to space. Sharknado went to space. Leprechaun must have gone to space at some point. I'm surprised they haven't done Freddy Krueger. Leprechaun went everywhere. I'm surprised they haven't done Freddy Krueger in space. I mean, after all, he's just a dream. Leprechaun 4 in space. Astronauts (laughs) have bad dreams too, I'm sure. Freddy Krueger. I don't think Freddy ever went to space. In space, nobody can hear you have nightmares. Imagine Freddy Krueger being able to get at you when you're in cryo sleep. You are host. (laughs) Nobody's nobody's traveling anywhere in one of those pods. You want me to sleep for how long? No, it's like Johnny Depp couldn't stay up two nights and he got sucked into his bed and and spit out as a gout of blood. And we got blended. And his parents never did get his TV back. Nope. Or a stereo. He had, he had that, that TV or his headphones. He had that TV on <laughs> yeah. his lap and when he got sucked in and then he got spit back out as blood and gore and the television was just gone forever. Yeah. <laughs> because nightmares can totally make your bed turn into a vortex to a blender dimension. Everybody knows that. Sure. Well, duh. No, the, uh, the cryo sleep thing. If Freddie taught me one thing. <laughs> <laughs> the cryo sleep thing can uh it can play with that trope of all those movies where everybody goes into cryosleep and but then you know something happens and only two of them wake up or one of them wakes up or something and uh and and so then that could be the thing you know everybody got everybody got killed by freddy or they're trapped by freddy and the one person that gets loose but is it real or is it a dream you know and and it's all takes place on the spaceship and with Freddy, when you like when the person dies in like they're getting killed in the dream, but Freddy's not in Freddy's only in the dream. He's not in the real world. But but the people are getting cut up in the stuff. real world. They're yeah. getting cut up and stuff's happening to them. So like imagine waking up from a, a multi like a multi month cryo sleep. Like just just the three of us, right? We all wake up. <laughs> we're like, are we at Alpha Beta Centauri yet? Look around and there's like, where's the toothpaste? We're all the, My mouth we're all tastes the cryo, gross. Po- were all the cryopod covers read before? Yeah. <laughs> this seems a bit odd to me. Yeah. They go look, and every one of them <laughs> is like sliced on the and inside. diced in a different way. <laughs> or blended. In a different way. So it's not even like a consistent. Like, you know, if all of their chests were exploded from the outside, <laughs> I'd know who to blame. Right. <laughs> but, but this guy's got his head cut off, and this lady's got her, her she's, she's, her abdomen's been gutted open and this one's just got like the, you know a, a thousand paper cuts like what's going on this one right here is just a human soup inside the cell you know <laughs> open up the thing it just spills on the floor ew it kind of smells like johnny depp <laughs> <laughs> smells like johnny depp what does johnny depp smell like leather body odor cigarettes oh, chili oil now and uh and uh, yeah leather. alcohol <laughs> alcohol cigarette smoke um bo some sort of yeah some sort of like a layer of like patchouli oil or some sort of like real you know, like kind of hippy dippy probably bad breath <laughs> oh man you said johnny depp and all that i could think of was just his travesty of barnabas collins in the 2012 dark shadows movie. oh geez, he's getting back to yeah we died all together <laughs> Ugh. Hey, well, sorry. I just I, I've started watching the the original show again over you know twelve hundred episodes. I've seen just over fifty, wow. so I'm about four percent through the series. <laughs> That's a commitment. It no is. I thought I was really committed watching the whole the whole series of Mash. Yeah, get on my level, noobs. I'm in one thousand two hundred twenty five episodes. I'm in own the, it. 
I'm in the fourth season and I'm like, boy, I've been watching for a long time. <laughs> you may as well stop now because you've you've watched the best three seasons. Uh, you don't just stop watching just because. Nah, I know. And it, here's the thing too: like, there's plenty of episodes I haven't seen because I didn't watch the show religiously when I was when it was on because I was zero years old when it started. Right, and um, and 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 in syndication, they don't show every episode, and they don't show they don't show every ones. scene of every episode because yeah. they were longer back then because there That's were fewer true. commercials. So you're actually missing. Yeah, they're stuff. 25 minute episodes. You, you've, there are scenes you have never seen. There are whole episodes I've been like, I don't recall ever watching this. There's ones that I recognize. I'm like, oh yeah, this is the. I remember this one. I remember that one. I mean, oh, it's Richie Cunningham is in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the guest plays, star. The guest star action a, uh, is fun. Yeah, lots he, of guest stars. He plays a 15 year old soldier who lied about mm-hmm. his age to get into and the then, army. And Hawkeye, Hawkeye uh, 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 reveals it, and he says, uh, "I'm going to hate you till the day I die." And Hawkeye says, "Let's hope it's a long and hate filled life, or something yeah. like that." Mm-hmm. Let's, let's hope it's a long, angry life. Yeah. And then, and then in like the next scene he's in, he's gotten over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's he's fine with Hawkeye. Oh, like, I'm going- oh shucks, Doc, you, you convinced me. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and be a kid again. Yeah, not that, I love that you know, show. <laughs> not that kids were really not the kids had much of a childhood in the fifties. He's gonna go back home and uh, play basketball in his driveway with his brother Chuck and his who's gonna disappear. Who's gonna disappear and get <laughs> replaced by war, some some weird biker punk dude. <laughs> named arthur sure yeah so that's on hulu here binging yeah it's on it's on hulu so charles groden was in there um charles funny last time i was on richard richard mazer was in an episode what was the last time you were on we talked about mash is that what you're saying yeah when i was on in july just heard us talking about mash last night oh (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh uh, i'm convinced now after seeing him you know because i'm I'm binging it, so like I'm watching. I'm seeing episodes. Colonel Flag is in quite a lot of episodes early in the run of the show. If you remember early, Colonel Flag, yeah. he's the CIA mm-hmm. guy. He mm-hmm. claims to be CIA. He's always showing up. Like he's got a cover name. He's got he's he's up to some scheme. Um, I am convinced he's not Army or CIA. No. I think he's just an insane person. Because <laughs> <laughs> nothing he does makes me think Army or CIA in any way. No, he's just crazy. He's just like somehow he ended up in Korea and decided to have fun. He got him, he got himself a, a, a captain's uniform or Colonel's uniform and he decided to have fun. I just, yeah, those episodes are weird. Mm-hmm. They have a different tone than the other episodes. Yeah. There's only 251. Episodes and of um, who boy, do they have people writing letters home a lot? They use that framing device <laughs> ah! a lot. Yeah, a lot. Hawkeye's done like three in the first four seasons. That was really big in the first two seasons. Radar's done one. Potter's done one. Hawkeye used to do a lot of them in the beginning. Yeah, Hawkeye does. Yeah, to his writing to his dad. Yeah, they've used that framing device a lot. And then later on, you'll get um, Winchester writing to his sister. Yeah, (laughs) or no, he he uh, records uh, records. Well, and, and with, yeah, he, that's nice. he does records and Hawkeye did a, a tape recorder one time. He got a hold of a tape recorder. And so he was recording, well, he was going around saying, you know, say hello, say hello, Trapper. Hello, Trapper. You know, what's, uh, what's Winchester's sister's first name? I don't know. Honoria. 
Oh, good lord! I think I would. That that doesn't even sound familiar. I was like, I'm going to recognize it as soon as he says it. Nope. And what's what was uh what was oh, a what's what's what condition did Honoria suffer from that made Charles learn a lesson with somebody else? Okay, now you're asking about something that came up in one episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She stuttered. Okay. Yep. Yep. Honoria Winchester, younger sister. I imagine imagine that episode served to humanize Charles. Yep. Exactly. Um, Because there was no humanizing Frank Burns. What's what's Maxwell Klinger's middle initial? Q. What does it stand for? Uh, That I don't know. You never find out. (laughs) <laughs> that's why I don't know. Yeah, that's a anyway. Yeah. And but Andrew's just like I've never watched the show. I'm not what are you show. talking about? Last time I was on, we talked about how I've seen the show because <laughs> well, you're, you're talking about. Sorry, well, it's because you guys are doing a lot of the, the the back and forth. I didn't really have, but but like um, just interrupt us, talk all over us. We're all white guys here. We can just talk all over each other. I, I uh, so when when um I was like I think uh either just before I know it was while I was in college um my parents started the the um Target started releasing seasons of Mash like an entire you know thick DVD case with like five or six discs that had an entire season of Mash and gotcha. so I had seen some on like Nick at Night and TV Land and stuff but then they started getting those uh those sets and playing them and I loved the show so I have seen a lot of them and as a matter of fact. Okay, this is somewhat dating me, but way back in the olden days of the internet, when you know it was kind of the thing to no matter if you were famous or not, you got a per, you know, you made yourself a little personal web page and you put information. Oh in yeah, the been there. And one of the things that was very common to do, and boy did I do it, was to put quotes, you know, song quotes, movie quotes, any kind of quotes that you thought were funny. I literally had like six pages on my web page of quotes that I thought were funny. Several were from MASH. My favorite one, I think, being um, when I, I forget now which of the two of the like majors it was that was dictating a letter back to supply. But he said something along the lines of... Um, Several, you know, we, we ordered uh, spark plugs and rectal. Or we ordered uh, rectal <laughs> thermometers and got spark plugs. Both very useful items, but hardly interchangeable. Yeah. That's Potter. I just watched Potter, that episode. Right. I love that. One. <laughs> That's yeah. He's reading the riot act to supply and radar's <laughs> taking taking a note. And and one of my other, I I, I love the one. There, there was one episode where Hawkeye was trying to quit drinking. He was trying to go sober, and it was of course in this traditional you know sitcom way. He he started like getting to the point where he couldn't even think straight. And he there was a point where somebody said something. And he was like, "Well, that's the truth, and my name's not whatever my name is." I've always loved that one too. I've used that one in my life before. That's the truth, and my name's not whatever my name is. <laughs> So yes, I love Mash. <laughs> All right. Well, we didn't we didn't have to climb down that rabbit hole quite so far, but I have been watching it. But your Dark Shadows, boy, that's a commitment. It is well, and especially it's one of those things. It's a, it, it, I'm you know the it got famous when Barnabas Collins the Vampire came into it, which he came in his first appearance was episode two hundred eleven, and um because of that's when it kind of got famous for a long time if you wanted to get it on home video they had they made this special back in like the 90s that was the introduction of barnabas it's just kind of a a collection of clips that show you how to where how people got to where they are when he comes into it and then just start to there sure they they recapped (laughs) 200 plus episodes yeah um, so you could start watching the vampire show i didn't start there I started because my because last year for my birthday, my dad got me the big coffin set that has 
over it has over 130 dvds inside it that has all 1225 episodes and a bunch of extras in it um i just uh I, i'm about to start disc seven of over 130 <laughs> uh i'm in the 50 mid 50s and episode numbers out of you know over 1200 so i'm about four percent of the way through the show and it's one of those things that because it was a daily soap and so every day and, and like so the early pre uh, barnabas era was just so much revolving around the everything that happens like in the first 30 episodes we see the approximately two or three days worth of stuff i've probably seen about a week's worth of the main character's time at the in the show it just, episodes. yeah because it just like an episode ends and the next one picks right up and you just see the next like half hour of drama and then the next one's just right after that for a while yeah. It is. It's really fun, though. It's really fun, and the number of crossover like people. You know, I I, I see actors in Dark Shadows that you see in other things later, like you know Abe Vigoda, who would later be in Fish, <laughs> is in it much later. Um, one of the main characters in the early uh, era, uh, character's name is Burke Devlin. He's played by two actors, but the original actor would later go on to play Riker's father in Star Trek. So, oh, okay, Mitch, Mitchell Ryan, and of course, uh, Bar- Barnabas was uh jonathan frid what was the last barnabas what the, the last name of the character collins collins barnabas collins yeah was played by no he was played by buddy ebsen who went on to reprise the role in the 70s in the spinoff barnabas jones okay yeah. <laughs> now you're just going to confuse me seriously i have no idea what you're talking about now people are looking up buddy ebsen. i know who buddy, buddy ebsen, ebsen is was in dark shadows <laughs> he was not i know who buddy ebsen is well, we're talking about seventies TV shows. Not many people do nowadays. <laughs> I've seen episodes of the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously, I used to watch Nick at Night in TV Land. Well, I mean, even without those, you would have known what the Beverly Hillbillies was because you were a Weird Al fan. That too. <laughs> sure. Which means you're a fan of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Like all, all these nerddoms are part of the. Uh, this is this is all part of that. Uh, What's what's his what's the kid's name's Tommy? Oh, Westfall. Yeah, Westfall. The Westfall is just like. Well, I was just thinking, like Weird Al Tommy is Westfall the. Universe. Uh, it's kind of the. Uh, he's kind of the six degrees of separation of all pop culture. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's in. He's in a lot of stuff. He, he shows up. I was he, just like. He, he shows up. He's on Hot Kevin Mike Bacon. He shows up in Thirty Rock. Wait, are you talking about Weird Al still? Weird Al, yeah. Okay, Uh, he really is. And it's one of those things that they've been saying since like the 1990s that, you know, you've arrived in pop culture when Weird Al wants to parody something of yours, you know, like that's that was the whole thing It's like, you know, people like uh, Nirvana. He's like, hey, can I parody smells like Teen Spirit and Kirk? He's like, yeah, hell yeah, we're ready (laughs) here for that. The, uh, the, The bit they do with him in 30 Rock is great. He Jenna has a hit song. He parodies it. Um, and she gets angry. Like it's it's like she gets like because she's you know the character's an idiot. She gets angry that she got parodied by Weird Al, and everybody's like, "But this is an honor." And she's like, "But blah blah blah, whatever." She decides to release another song that Weird Al can't weird. Like he that's a challenge. <laughs> and so she and Tracy try to come up with a song, and eventually, what they end up doing, what she ends up doing, is making a song that itself sounds like a Weird Al food song. Yeah. <laughs> um and weird al takes it and does a parody of it where he turns it into a, a really real song serious song about patriotism <laughs> and does it in a western style 
and they say the, the, the joke in the show and it's the one it's the best moment on that episode it's like you got normal al <laughs> awesome mm. no weird al is even in uh he's in bill and ted face the music he is <laughs> there's a wow Credits and the, seen it, the end credits. There's, uh, I guess they they asked people on on social media to uh, send in videos of themselves playing music or you know doing air guitar, doing whatever, and they edited it all together in the final credits. And there's one brief like second and a half clip of Weird Al playing his accordion, standing on his patio of his Hollywood mansion. What a great guy. What is <laughs> He knows who he, he is. He embraces it. It's great. It, it, yeah, I, I, I love him. I've seen him in concert twice, met him uh, afterwards, after the show once. He's so nice to, to fanboys that, like, obviously are just, like, barely keeping it together. Because, <laughs> like, I was <laughs> barely keeping it together. I've been a fan of Weird Al since I was six years old. And so when I got to meet him, I about... You know, we're we're like filing through the autograph line and I can see him, you know, all the way across this big open room. And I'm like, uh, you know, 200 feet away from him. And I'm just like, can't stand still. And Katie May's like, are you OK? And I'm like, no, I'm not OK. My heart's beating really, really fast. <laughs> I just, you know, uh, sorry, I, I, I'm getting like a weird. Um, I'm, I'm having a moment here. Where I, I'm, I'm, st- I've stepped out of myself, and I'm, I'm watching everything that we're doing, and I realize something very strange is happening here. Um, we're talking about this, w- this weird Al song, and then the normal Al thing, right? How there's a reversal, mm-hmm. and we're having this episode that's going all over the place, much more so than usually with Ando. <laughs> it's almost like a James episode, and I'm wondering, is next week's episode with James going to be a normal episode where we actually <laughs> stick to the format? And he's going to bring a topic after we do three news items? I don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned <Wait>. for next week <laughs> and find out. Is Nerdburger in an alternate universe I don't now? know. But it just it just occurred to me that like everything is backwards today. It's Maybe. very strange. I'm just here to mess things up for you guys. I would like to talk about, uh, since we're all over the place, Ando, is that a new microphone? Or is it just in the frame now? Well, it's more like in the past times that I've talked to you guys on uh, on Zoom, I have just used the in, either the integrated uh, laptop yeah. microphone oh, okay. or a headset that has one. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually doing some. Um, I'm going to be recording some lines for another podcast later, and so I've got this is my vocal mic that I record on usually, and I've got it going into my digital recorder, which has a USB interface into the computer. So basically, I'm using my nice professional voice acting microphone to talk to you guys where I ordinarily don't. It's so it's golden, <laughs> and it's the like is yeah, and <laughs> it, it took me a second when when we first got on the uh, call for me to notice that when you moved, I could kind of see the, the lighting reflecting on the top of the microphone. I almost for a second, I, I was thinking, is that like some kind of fake thing? Like instead of a zoom background, Ando has a zoom foreground. Like it's a fake microphone because <laughs> it looks really, really like good. <laughs> well, I mean, this video call is a little, it's a little fuzzy today. Um, and that, but that microphone is, uh, yeah, it's, it's very nice looking. 
purdy. It's a purdy microphone. <laughs> you got a purdy mic. <laughs> well, since we're all over the place, that I, I mentioned I'm doing, I'm recording some lines for another for another podcast. You probably won't actually hear because I'm just an extra in this one. But um, this is really it's it's really neat. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, a few creators of other pot like directors of other audio drama podcasts created a private discord server for uh creators of audio dramas and started you know inviting a lot of us so now i'm a part of a private discord server that has a lot of different like writers and directors and voice actors and stuff in it and not only has it been great to just meet some of the other people but now all sorts of collaborations have started you know happening and people are guest voicing characters in each other's shows and started i i've got somebody i i've got a new idea for a new story formulating up here and i'm probably going to be working with another uh director on it um and so it's been really, really awesome to to meet all these other people and and learn about how they do their stuff. And so little we're when people have like lines needing extras, like they, instead of just doing a random casting call now, sometimes just go in the they go in the Discord channel and say, "Hey, does anyone want to you know do a quick voice for me real quick?" And sure. so there's there's this uh, there's this like fan drama that's happening that needs a whole bunch of people to be like a, a, a captive audience in a theater. So I'm going to be one of them. So <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I've been there with the RPG design stuff with different discordance communities. And yeah, I see you guys I, talking I, all the time now. And <laughs> I see your discords uh, hopping all the time. I don't really go in there very much, but I am there sometimes. Well, yeah, there's one for Nerdburger games, but there's also, I'm, I'm a member of a few that are like, other streamers and other people that do like game design stuff and mm. so there's all sorts of discussion it's, it's a good place to like you, you can find artists and um art you know designers and graphic designers and whatever else and just bounce ideas off of people I'll tell you, there is through here. I've met a group that we're now play. Uh, uh, there's a splinter group of us now. Of uh, of we're all like directors and writers, but also voice a character in our own show. So we're all voice actors too. And we've started a D and D group. And let me tell you, <laughs> playing D and D with a bunch of podcast drama voice actors and directors that is amazing. You just record the games. I we've talked about it, but we're like we want to kind of get used to how to what we're doing first. But I said, you know, it's it feels like we have a social obligation to record this and turn it into a podcast again. You know, yep. <laughs> get nominated for more awards. <laughs> Maybe next year, twenty twenty one, Audioverse Awards. <laughs> there can never be too many podcasts. No. <laughs> No, hey, I that, that's that's an that's an, that's that's an intriguing draw actually is like some mm -hmm. you know if it, if it, if the cast is made up of people who make audio drama. And and you know that's one that's of the a, things that's a good hook. And that's one of the things I'm trying to get better about when I talk about my show making sure to mention it's audio drama because podcast is such a a blanket term and a lot of people hear podcast or use the word podcast and think of like this format a, a non-fiction talky podcast like this. But there's a lot of us audio dramas out there, too. And technically, we count as podcasts as well. But I, it's like I want to try and make that distinction because it, it is a very different animal, you know? Yeah, you do. You have to do that. There's a lot of stuff that, like, that do short form and long form storytelling and so forth that, excuse me, that aren't uh, – it's not just a bunch of people yapping <laughs> and cracking jokes. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. But, no, I, yeah, I love that there's these two different kinds of it's podcasts. A it's a different kind of beast, yeah. 
Well, I think the audio drama thing has been around with podcasts long enough that like if you say audio drama, people will people understand pretty much immediately yeah. what that means exactly you're right and i and i've been trying to do that call call us I, i've been calling us an audio drama you know imagine being the first audio drama podcast and trying <laughs> to like let people know what your what your show is about so uh when do the jokes begin um, <laughs> there aren't any it's an, we're just we're just uh telling a serious story Right, but like that's all just set up, right? It's just like it's <laughs> like a co-host. The, the punchline's coming, right? No, we're trying to evoke an emotional response, and you were trying to you know, generate a story with conflict and resolution. Anyway, so are we gonna? What else, what else uh, is news? What are we doing? Well, well, since we're talking about the audio dramas, I, mm-hmm. I, I think I didn't think to ask this question earlier. Ando, are are we going to be able to, to to discuss season one, like plot stuff? If you want to, no, no, I no, no, no. I mean, I, like when it's over. <laughs> yes, I mean, if, if you like, I know that you've got you're busy today, but like, if you just want to talk about the stuff that you have personally seen or listened to, we can talk about that anytime. Okay. Yes, but yes, when it would like, if you guys want to, you know, I guess really early like next do a year, recap. Yeah, yeah. Once once the season is over, um, I mean, it'll be minorly spoilery for anyone who hasn't. But that means that if you're a Nerdburger listener and you don't want to have Shadows of Dark Past spoiled, you need to jump on the ball and get caught up. <laughs> yeah, we're giving well, we you can, what two months, we can, three months to figure it yeah. out. We, we can follow. We can follow Kevin's guidelines. I yeah. was just thinking, for like, spoilers. yeah, yeah. What's Kevin's pro- guidelines for spoilers uh, for an audio drama? I don't think we covered that one. It's probably like a month. Mm. Yeah. It probably counts under that. the be binging something that's that's on uh, Netflix. I think that was mm. one or two months. Yeah, once it's once it's all done, like a month later, assuming that it's not like hours and hours and well, hours of, of content. <laughs> well, then I'll tell you what. Since Craig has seen the first two episodes, if you want to talk about episodes one and two, that won't be spoilery for for Craig. And it's been about a month since those have come out, so I think we're past the uh, statute of spoiler limitations on those. No, no, no. We decided it was one day per unit of TV, and we decided that a <laughs> unit of TV was an hour of television, right? So, mm. however many hours of audio podcast season one ends up being that's how many days you have to listen to it once it's all posted it's the first season's gonna be somewhere in the maybe three to three and a half hours total i think oh yeah so we'll give you a week we'll be generous and double that and give you a week to listen to the entire first season once it is all posted so yeah as soon as january 1st hits we're good to go (laughs) <laughs> but we won't have an episode we won't have an episode with ando where we warn you about that and then come back a week later and no. then talk to ando about the show <laughs> we're warning you now three months in advance well, together. i hope i i honestly hope that i'll be back on the show before the first season's over so we can kind of remind you hey get you know get on the ball because you know by the time ando's on next time <laughs> well it's been three months so <laughs> that's typically 10 weeks 10 to 12 weeks that's about how it works it, it could be shorter than that you could be on in december we don't know we'll see what happens or it could be one of those things where you know craig says hey i need a i need a last minute guest and i you know jump up and down like horse shack in welcome back cotter ooh, 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 ooh. Ske- scheduling this thing is chaos There's no <laughs> reason to it we get yeah all sorts of weird stuff happens just based on people's availability and yeah all right, so we were um, we were doing news. Is that right? What else is news? Were we? <laughs> sort of. Well, I, were I, we doing news? At some point in the past, 
of this episode. Um, do you want to talk Fargo? Fargo. I have, I have Fargo, Fargo news. Yeah. This is not the TV show, though. This is actual news from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh. Yes. What happened in Fargo? There's still a city. Sure, there's things going on there. Police were called in the early hours of Friday morning. <clears throat> I don't know which Friday this is now. This is, uh, oh, this is, this is uh, uh, two weeks ago. Two Fridays ago. Um, after gunshots were heard uh, at an apartment complex uh, in the 2700 block of 8th Street. 8th Street? Not 8, just 8. <laughs> just the number 8 Street North in Fargo. Uh, officers were also to- told there was a man dressed like a gorilla carrying a machete. Unrelated also. incidents? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is also. related. <laughs> okay. Uh, officers arrived in the area and spoke with witnesses. They learned the gunshots were large fireworks. They also learned the suspect in the gorilla suit had threatened people inside the building and said he was going to blow blow them up. Um, Unless uh, you give me bananas. <laughs> oh, banana. <laughs> inside the uh oh uh yeah residents were evacuated after several hours uh jordan pickus 26 finally surrendered uh he was taken to a local hospital for a mental health evaluation and eventually arrested (laughs) and taken to jail on the charge of terrorizing that's a terrorizing okay as a in a gorilla suit well machete (laughs) with a machete i keep keep, keep getting stuck on the gorilla Gorilla suit but yeah also machete machete yeah okay Okay. that'll do it and shooting off fireworks (laughs) with a machete and fireworks machete (laughs) okay so the thing is there's there's two different ends of the spectrum on this because a machete speaks to you know slight subtlety with sound you know it's not loud i mean it's it's kind of a thing that you do but then the fireworks draws attention, and it's like, why the two? Well, and I the just, gorilla suit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you're going fireworks, you mean, why not gorilla suit? Uh, sure. You know, yeah, those but... two go together. Machete, Normal- no. no. Normally, if you want to... Normally, if you want to attack someone with machete, you go you go low key. <laughs> yeah, you don't right. announce the fact with fireworks. <laughs> was there a banner? I mean, <laughs> was there? Spinny... Congratulations, you've been attacked by Gorilla Firework Man. <laughs> spinny, sparkly pinwheels. Was See, there as, a band? As long as you're you're Ugh. just dressed normally and not in a gorilla suit shooting off fireworks, you could claim you were just doing some landscaping. You know, yeah, sure. I'm just cutting down some vines. You know, it's no big deal. It's just trimming the hedges. At night on Friday. Oh, is that what they call it nowadays now? On, on 8th Street. <laughs> were, you doing, were you doing your Fargo accent there? <laughs> I can't do a Midwestern accent. That was pretty as well good. As I recognized it. That was what <laughs> that was, right? Well, I was. Yes, I was trying, but I didn't think I was actually going to pull it off. You did. I think you did. I think you you pulled it most of the way off there. I think it was. I think it was fine. Yes. Well, thank you. That was awesome. Don't you know? <laughs> So then, the the gorilla, so then the gorilla fellow shows up with the machete, <laughs> and suddenly there's fireworks going off everywhere. Margie, what am I supposed to do? Just supposed to admire the fireworks and get some applause, don't you know? He's well, been terrorizing you, us here in the apartment the complex. Fight the Gundersons, they like fireworks. And the like. I'm sorry, I didn't think to do it, because there was a gorilla fella with a machete. Did I mention the machete? <laughs> Now this, now this man in the gorilla suit. What kind of malfeasance was he doing? That sounded like Irish almost. What? <laughs> I did. All right. Oh. I've I've used up my um, 
10 seconds that I'm allowed to do an accent before it turns into something else. Did he, did he get his deposit back on his gorilla suit? <laughs> oh, it smelled really awful down at the bottom after he took it off. All that, all that, all that sweat and that, oof, oof. It's been impounded by the police there. <laughs> it's part of a crime. A gorilla suit's RS is never going to get their gorilla suit back. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla Suits R Us. That's a store, right? In, in Fargo. Oh, and such on, such bad on, timing, you know, here it's in... On, uh, it's on 12th Street. Just, what, uh, three weeks there before Halloween? And they're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, geez. Some daddy's going to want to take his kids out trick-or-treating there. He's not going to be able to put on the gorilla suit that he was gonna, always going to get like he did last year. All the kids loved it so much when he was in the gorilla suit without a machete. Machete and fireworks. Yeah. He just carried a giant plastic banana. <laughs> And didn't have any fireworks. Giant plastic bananas. Is that what they're calling it nowadays, don't you know? <laughs> well, that's when he gets home to his... Oh! Suddenly this is going to turn into Fargo in North Dakota. Gorilla suit banana porn. Which is a very, very specific channel. Yes, but thanks to the internet and Rule 34, it probably exists somewhere. There's a newsletter. <laughs> I would like to subscribe to. I don't want to know. Porn monthly. Oh, I thought you were going to say there's a Rule 34 newsletter. I don't want to know. No, there's a there's a newsletter or a subscription or something That's for a, anything. Yeah, I'd like to subscribe a, a magazine to all the porn, they, your quarterly magazine. Yeah. All the porn that you knew had to exist on the internet, but were too scared to look up. There's an office somewhere where the the guys got like you know porn director stenciled on the door on the glass, <laughs> and he's in there Probably. and he's he's eating antacids and drinking coffee, and he's all you know upset, hates his job. That's that Patton Oswalt routine, right? Sure. In the in, it, but it was magazines then because that that's how old that routine is. It wasn't the internet. <laughs> yeah, rule thirty four for magazines. Nobody makes jokes about magazines anymore. A what? <laughs> you mean um one of those uh clips with bullets in it for guns? A magazine? No, no, you no, no, mean, no. Back in the day, book. a you flimsy mean, book. One of, those, one of those flimsy books. It's kind of halfway between a paperback and a newspaper. You know, kind of like a comic book, except fewer pictures, more it's like words. A, it's like a comic book, but bigger. It's a comic book book with not nearly as many superheroes. <laughs> and in the middle, there's the order form that you fill out in blue ink and mail. Sure. To get your stuff sent to you. And you from can, your you can magazine. order something with as long as you send a send a self-addressed stamped, stamped envelope, envelope and allow six to eight weeks for delivery. Mm-hmm. Like you did Offer in, this, of, in the Offer void were prohibited. <laughs> Offer void were prohibited. And there'd be a list of like seven <laughs> different states. Employees may not apply. Yeah, seven different states that you couldn't do it. And employees employees don't get any of that. Call within the next oh, half boy. hour and get two for the same price. Operators are standing by. Operators. <laughs> a whole phone bank waiting. Oh, my God. Sorry to drag this back to Dark Shadows, but the number of times now already sorry. that they, that they had, <laughs> that, that like Elizabeth Collins Stoddard has called the operator. And it's like, oh, my God, kids nowadays are not going to know what that means. I mean, I think that they still exist to some extent, but like operator, operator, give me Portland. It's just like, <laughs> oh, well, hey, you know, like within my time, within my time on Earth. When I was young, there was a show called MASH, and there's a point where, where, where a character is trying, and, and they're, they're portraying characters in the 50s where my parents were alive, so it wasn't that much before my time, but they are making a phone call, and the phone call is to Bloomington 5, 
and then four digits. Mm-hmm. Like before area codes and yeah. seven digit numbers where you like literally just gave like, okay, this is going to be for, El- uh, for Illinois, Bloomington five, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Man, I, that is just something the that operator ooh. connected you. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and just don't see it anymore. Long ago. And and then uh, that long ago. Yeah, back in the day in TV, it was uh, when they were when they were trying to uh, do that generically. Instead of five five five, it was KL five. Which, if you look at at the phone with the letters on it, K and L are on the five, so that's five five five. It, well, I mean, like it, even in my day, it was before like when I was a kid, I didn't have to dial any area codes to call anybody around here. It was just no. the seven digits. Yep. And I remember the first time that it became a thing that like when it when they passed it, that they had you had to do the area code. I was so angry. <laughs> like, I have to remember three more numbers now. Three more digits. Are you crazy? I'm never going to remember these the, the, 10 numbers. They made a subplot out of it in Seinfeld when he <laughs> Lane was getting a new phone and she yep. was getting a new area code and she was flipping out over it because no it wasn't was one of the caller. It wasn't one of the cool area codes. <laughs> wasn't that it? No, I think it was because everybody that she wanted to call her would just dial seven numbers. Yeah. And now she's got this area code that people are going to have to learn 10 numbers and nobody's going to call her when they going to be able to remember the numbers. when they did that um, where I'm from. It was uh, not only. <laughs> Not only did they make you learn the three new area codes, but then they changed them. They added a, a second area code for because we used to. Oh, they did that with us too. It was just four hundred four in, in the Atlanta area exactly. for ages, yeah. and yeah. now it's six seven eight as well, and four seven zero depending on where and you 770, are. And seven seven zero, yeah. And seven seven zero, yeah. So that was the first one. <laughs> Man, and the thing is, it, it, it even dates, uh, you know, uh, tying in another thing we've already talked about, Weird Al, in the uh, song from 1996's Bad Hair Day album called Calling In Sick, about, you know, <laughs> using lame excuses to get out of work. Um, he says, freedom's just seven digits away. It's like, oh, wow, now that's dated. It's <laughs> ten digits away yeah. now. <laughs> Sammy Hagar, I can't drive 55. 55. Yeah. <laughs> which, he, which he updated to 65 when he was in Van Halen. Later. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. He, start, he started drink, singing it as I Can't Drive 65. I wonder if he does I Can't Drive 75 now because there's so many freeways in big cities that that's, that's 70 your speed limits. Yeah. It's 70 in a lot of are. places. A lot of places that were 65 went to 70. Like I can drive all the way from here to, to uh, up uh, in, in Wisconsin and not get it, other than in cities where they, you know, they make it go back down for safety. Um, it's 70 everywhere now. And then, of course, there's out west where they, I think some places like Montana, where there's big there's like stri- no posted limit. There's, yeah, they, they, there's no limit or it's, yeah, it's like Autobahn rules. Arizona's got a stretch in there I was on that was like 75, 80, 85. It was something really high. I remember talking about it with the person I was visiting. It was like, is that really the speed limit? Was <laughs> like, it- this is, you know. <laughs> Was it just like dead flat and straight as an arrow? Oh, it's yeah, it's just dead flat. It's like to the horizon, like like right through the middle of the state, kind of from Phoenix up up in the upper left to kind of heading in the general direction of of, uh, Tombstone and all the desert wide open spaces in the the southern half. And it was like, yeah, it was just wide open. It was like nothing. We were and we were going to Tombstone to, to 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 do the tourist thing there, and it was early and there was nobody on the road, and we were just flying. What else we got anything we're just all over the place today yeah that's well it happens it happens more than honestly it's fun <laughs> more often than not to be honest 
Oh, here we go. You want to, well, especially with me, because I I never can like I, I I rarely actually think of a topic to bring with me, and so it's usually just kind of like whatever kind of comes to mind. I've got something. Uh, well, don't give it to us, Mike. Jeez, for us to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Ando, you live further north than we do now. Yes, in, now in, in the state, you're you're uh closer to the mountains i'm in the southern part of the mountains in the southern part of the mountains so uh this i you need to know about this um so this article is is entitled what's next in 2020 oh god how about giant spiders in north georgia no (laughs) no the giant spider invasion yeah um what evil is being wrought on us now? Okay, so this is in in uh, this is actually all the way down by us. So we, uh, Craig, you and I can see these things, not just Ando. Um, oh, good. Kathy Ramatowski, who sounds like she could be from Fargo. Oh yeah, is the Absolutely. kind is the kind of person who doesn't scare easily, but some things can push a person to their limits. Quote: The first one was on the deck in the back. I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> that was a spider outside her. Dracula home, or as Craig likes to say, Dracula, <laughs> like Dracula, but without the R. Getting back to vampires now. See, exactly. So many, so many uh, callbacks, uh, callbacks, and uh, yes, not just any spider, but one that is more than four inches long. Yikes! <laughs> in a year that has already brought us murder hornets and giant lizards. Remember the giant lizards in South Georgia that we talked about? No. Sure. Uh, more people are now seeing the Joro spider, J-O-R-O. University of Georgia Agriculture Extension Agent. Now, if you got a business card from somebody that said Agriculture Extension Agent, what would you think they did? Uh... <laughs> so you cut down trees to make more farmland? Farm porn? <laughs> I don't know. An extension? Farm porn? It sounds like you're well, like roll thirty four. So yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> it sounds like you don't work at the. Uh, it sounds like you don't work at the agriculture at the core, the core campus of the agriculture. You you work at the extension. The extension like, that's campus. I, I think of like an extension campus for a like a small campus for mm, a sure college system for a state system. Yes, extension agent James Murphy says the Joro spider is traditionally found in China, Japan, and Korea, but it's also apparently in North Georgia. If you fully stretch out those legs, maybe up to around five inches and particularly large individuals, Murphy said. So if you want to throw it like a throwing star, <laughs> you flatten the legs out and it's a, it's a five incher. Yeah. Alrighty. He says they may have stowed away in crates that came through Atlanta's airport at some point. The good news is they are not deadly. Uh, the, ba- <laughs> the bad news is... Oh, that's the good news. It's a f- I beg to differ. It's a four-inch <laughs> spider with large fangs, and if they bite, it will hurt you. Yeah, I got news for you. you. Those things are plenty deadly. I see one of those spiders that big. I flip out. I run. I'm not looking where I'm going. (laughs) You trip and fall. All sorts of terrible things could happen to me. Uh, One of those things drops onto my shoulder while I'm driving. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not quite arachnophobic to the extent that like, you know, some people are or even just being in the same room with even a small one. Is it like I'm not that. But when you get when you're up into the like multiple inches category, you are getting to where I will be nervous <laughs> and I will be like, OK, I'm not going to kill this spider. I'm going to back way slowly mm-hmm. while keeping eye contact with it at all times. <laughs> Man, there was one time when I was working at the escapery, um, we had a um, – that uh, when we were uh, – you know, our, we had our, our game Ripper that was set in you know, Victorian London. And so uh, the, in the GM area, there were, we had put down just old wooden planks like had, that had been part of uh, pallets, like pallet boards were, were like the, the planks, that are f- the, the floorboards. Sure. And I don't know whether it came in from outside or whether it was part of the – you know, stowed away in pallets or whatever. But one time I was running Ripper. In the door. <laughs> I just I I was running Ripper like it was it was already there were customers in the game and I like caught motion in my peripheral vision on the floor and I looked down next uh-huh. to the desk yeah. and there was a spider that was probably two maybe two and a half good solid inches around. So not like giant, but like not a small spider either. Now, are we talking leg span and, or just body? uh leg span okay it's like a probably and a wolf it was, spider it wasn't a wolf spider because it didn't have like the fur it it looked like maybe a slightly smaller than an orb spider okay. slightly smaller than that um and it, with that kind of more spindly leg kind of like an orb spider and the thing is i'm not like i said i'm not scared but it was big enough and i just sort of freaked me out a little bit and i and i had customers in the room so it's not like i could freak out and run somewhere else because i have to stay there yeah. and help the customers so i had to i kept a really really close eye on that thing for the rest of the the time there and then the man the the, the owner passed through the room and i'm like hey, hey mark hey mark come, come in here for a second help me get this thing outside and he's like let me just kill it i'm like you are not stomping on this thing i'm not letting you kill it but we're taking it outside <laughs> so he took it out and <laughs> tossed it in a bush but it was it was a pretty gnarly one <laughs> yeah the uh the jaro spider is also an orb spider it's in golden orb <laughs> web spider those are really beneficial to the uh, ecosystem but i do not want one you know hanging out with me <laughs> on top of your head that would be less enjoyable <laughs> The, um, I'm going to wear it like a hat. The males are smaller, <laughs> and I think they're kind of plain looking. The females are very are the ones that get really big and sure. uh, and have all the coloring on them. Um, just so you know what you're looking for here. Um, stripes of yellow and dark blue with red toward the rear of the abdomen. And in the pictures, it looks almost more magenta. And they've got uh, like yellow and black striped legs. That are pretty hard to miss, <laughs> but their webs. Oh man, webs can be several feet high and several feet wide, and very strong. How strong? Care to guess what can get trapped in a Joro spider web? Shaggy, Shaggy and Scooby. Not quite as like big. Like when they're running through <laughs> as a person, they hit the web and it boing, 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 you know. No, a humming hummingbird or anything smaller oh, than wow. a hummingbird will get trapped in this Jeez. web. That's how. Big and strong it is. Hummingbird. Imagine what that's like for the hummingbird. <laughs> yeah. That thing moving its wing so fast, always just flitting anywhere it wants to go super fast. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden what the hell? <laughs> what, what, what the, what's going on? Why am I floating in the air? <laughs> it's a completely new experience yeah. for a hummingbird. So, yeah, have fun with those. <laughs> uh. 
You guys want to do? Uh, we do not have a Kevin question. Oh, but we do have viewer mail. Hey, do the thing. Trying to, uh, and we have um, theme music for this now. This is Henry Mancini and a small orchestra playing the theme to Viewer Mail. Okay. Let's see. What do we got, Mike? Regular guest Andy has emailed us to say he's he's referencing the episode where we talked about con artist movies and we had our top five con movies each of us he says not a single one of you had the usual suspects in your top five con movies nearly the entire story of the movie is a con total fabrication oh that's fair I, I replied to his email saying that uh, I didn't have it in my list because I thought I thought it was uh, the obvious choice. Uh, I didn't have it on my list because I didn't think of it that way, I guess. I mean, yes, yes, you're ac- that's accurate. It is a, it's a con job. Um, but um, I don't know. I just, I guess... I guess when I was thinking of con artist movies, I was thinking about like you're following the con- along with the con artist and you're seeing like the steps that they're taking. And then there's there's some things that they twist and that you don't know about and that they reveal later. But you're kind of like you're, you're in on it at least part of the time. And the usual suspects isn't like that until, you know, a second viewing. <laughs> right. It wasn't on my list partially because I wasn't on, on that episode <laughs> <laughs> and partially because I've never seen it. Really? really wow are you aware of the movie every movie out there has somebody who hasn't seen it i mean i've still never seen the second or third back to the future movies and i've only seen the first one once and i saw it for the first time in i think like 2012 wow so like yeah i just there's some things there that are considered modern pop culture that people love that that I either didn't get exposed to or it just didn't strike me the same way. Like Weird Al didn't write a song about. People love like another good example that I always think of with Back to the Future because the because Back to the Future and this other movie or two that I got teased about relentlessly at one of my former jobs. Um, and that is um, Highlander. I've never and seen it's like that. I had never seen Highlander and they gave me such shit for that at at uh, at that previous job. And I finally got around to watching it like, OK, fine. You guys say it's such an awesome movie. I'm going to watch it. And I hated it. And I went back and it's like um, I just wasted two hours of my life, guys. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and they just thought I was so crazy. You weren't you weren't missing anything. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I really was. But and no, it's and just we're, like we're all there. Like I've said on the yeah. show, I've, I've never seen E.T. I've never seen. The I've only Monster Squad came up when I was talking to somebody earlier this week. I've never seen the Monster Squad. That's, that's I, a formative movie to a lot of people my age and, and a little younger. I technically saw E.T. when I was a little kid because my family saw it, but they didn't like it. So they didn't get a copy of it and didn't watch it again when I was growing up. So I think I saw it when I was like six, which is, you know, and I don't remember it. He gets home. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I spoiled E.T. for anybody. E.T. go home? Yes. Yes, he yeah. does. He got home. He's fine. Wow, I've never even heard of Monster well, Squad. Well, he didn't, he didn't just get home. He's also 
right here. Yeah. Elliot. And that's in when Elliot's, he gets in, 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 in Elliot's, in, in, in Elliot's <laughs> inferior vena cava. Which is where he was pointing. I don't know. Does he uh does he uh set Elliot's internal organs on fire in that scene? I sure hope not. That's not I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> E.T. goes on a murderous rampage? How did I not know about this? Is this a sequel to Alien? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That would have been right in between Alien 1 and Alien 2, right? Like, yeah. Basically, yeah. Like a xenomorph shows up on Earth, befriends <laughs> Elliot. Instead like, of extending another head out, out of from instead, inside its mouth, of, it, it, he extends his neck. Instead, yeah. instead of instead, right, instead of touching Elliot on the chest with his finger at the end, he sticks the the piston, the inner piston mouth right through Elliot's <laughs> chest, picks up his lifeless body and carries it onto the ship. <laughs> this is what we didn't see before the end of Alien Four. Because <laughs> yeah, Alien Resurrection, they get to Earth and it's all you know post-apocalyptic and, and stuff. So because yeah. the got there so it's, so it's basically what you're describing there is what we didn't see happen right before the end of alien resurrection there you go get on it hollywood yeah <laughs> boy howdy oh and there's a podcast or a podcast jesus christ there's a, <laughs> there's a kickstarter going everybody you already know about that <laughs> didn't mention that at the top of the hour that's fine does will that end on uh, uh next or around next week's show october 22 okay Thursday, October 22nd. Okay. So we'll talk about the wrap-up of that uh, in three weeks. Yeah, it'll be a little while. Yeah. yeah, okay. Hmm, actually, I think that might be the... Okay, no, that's an off week. I was going to say it might be the day before <laughs> an episode of Shadows of the Dark Pass goes live, but I think that's actually we'll, we'll on an week off week. Before that, okay. Not to bring yeah, it back to Shadows of the Dark Pass. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Not at anything at all. No, you know? that's, that's great. That's great. It's, it's out. You're excited. I'm happy for you. I thought that we were like wrapping up. So. Well, Craig did say there yeah. was a podcast going, so. Yeah, yeah. you did kind of. <laughs> Fine, I'll shut up about my project. Clearly, you meant Shadows of Dark Past, right? I, I meant to say audio pot or audio, audio drama. drama. <laughs> Oops. Oops. All right. So that's an episode, huh? I think so. Okie dokie. Oh, so now I can bring it back. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that. Um, Ando, where can they find you? Oh, thank you, by the way. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we're, we, we just, we're all, we can't even get the, 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 the order correct of the ending of the show. We're all just everywhere. No, we suck at this. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, thank you as well for having me, as always. I, as I always say, this is one of my favorite parts uh, of, of any week that I get to be on the show. Um, I, I love being here. I love getting to talk about my podcast with you guys who, uh, who when you're not sick of it, are, you know, <laughs> are, uh, and no, no, seriously, you know, strong supporters. That's why you're both getting, uh, both getting small voice bits in the show as we go. Yay. So, I mean, yeah, yay. So, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as where they can find me, um, so at this point, because it's the main thing I'm plugging, um, my uh, my handle on Twitter is at uh, s o a d p podcast, uh, and on Facebook as well, and. Uh, you can get uh, Ando Valentine uh, on Twitter as well. That's kind of where I'm most uh, active right now. Um, our uh, show is at soadppodcast.com or uh, Podchaser or any of the other places that you listen to podcasts. We're probably there. 
just look up Shadows of a Dark Past. We got six episodes live right now, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you uh, if you enjoy it, please do leave us a rating and a review. It helps us a lot, and uh, appreciate that very much. Um, we've got seven awards we're nominated for, so hope you uh, hope you enjoy us. And where where can they go vote for that? Um, I sent uh, Mike. You'll see. I've got an email to you already, and one of the one of the links I sent you is the list of nominees for the Audioverse Awards. Um, and so, like, I the, since the voting for the finalists isn't live yet, they don't like have a link. But that you know, you can see the list. You can see what all we're nominated for. And uh, tomorrow, as of recording it, so by the time you pu- publish it, you can fix the link to whatever it is because it starts tomorrow on Sunday. Um, you can go in and uh, okay. vote for us to be one of the finalists. Yay! Yay! This has been. So where can they find uh, you, Mike? I was gonna say this has been uh, Weird Burger. Join us next week for <laughs> Normal Burger. <laughs> Remains to be seen. They can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us nerdburgershow at gmail.com And uh, right now, you can go to Kickstarter and look for Good Strong Hands. Uh, that's the best place to find me for that kind of stuff. Uh, there you go. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig normal Al this week's episode. And everything is very serious and filled with deep philosophical discussions. It could happen. It probably unlikely. Won't, you never but... get off topic. There's no jokes. <laughs> no talking about mash. <laughs> well, oh that we're out now. Yeah. So anyway, next week on Mashburger, we find out what the Q stands for. No, we don't. No, because we nobody knows. We never find out. No. But we will have uh, catering from Tony Paco's. <laughs> and we'll go see uh, Mud Hen's a game. Toledo Mud Hen's game, exactly. <laughs> I will leave you with this one last thought. Go to andovalentineproductions.com. Is this a new website? Why don't you go and find out?